0: I'm Kales. And I'm Allison. And this is YBYA.
1: Hi guys. So we are here with another game episode. You can check out our last one, which was episode three or two.
0: Three, I think. I think it was
1: three, (laughs) where we did the first sentence challenge. And today we're going to be doing the uh, guilty reader tag. So we're going to start out as we always do. And I feel like I repeat myself every time I do this, but Allison, what are you reading? So currently I'm not reading
0: any YA books because I don't know why, but I'm not. And I'm reading, um, River... Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Um, uh, I'm reading Rivermarked by Patricia Briggs. You are on a Patricia Briggs kick. I've been binging her books. So I binged like four of, I read four of her books at the beginning of the year. And then I was talking to a co-worker who loves her like lo- two weeks ago and we were talking about it and I was like, you know what? I'm just doing it. I'm reading the rest of them. <laughs> nice. So i read like five, but yeah, I'm reading Rivermarked.
1: I am reading Empire of Storms. I'm trying to finish that before Sarah J. Maas comes and she's coming to the Denver area and we're getting to go. I actually get to work the event, which is really exciting. Yay. And that's awesome. So I'm trying to finish Empire Storms because it's the last one of her books I have not read. And I am listening to The Coldest Girl in Cold Town by Holly Black. Which is amazing. I don't know. I struggle with vampires and it's not that I don't love Holly Black. Holly Black is queen and I'm sure I'm going to love it. But right now I'm kind of like, what world have I gotten myself into? (laughs) We originally were going to do Never Have I Ever, but we couldn't figure that out. Yeah, it doesn't
0: really work with two people. Like, we had all these ambitions, but it's not going to work. So we changed it. It's the same theme of you're guilty of something, uh, but we're doing the guilty reader book tag instead.
1: So this tag was originated on YouTube by Read Like Wildfire, and I know a lot of my booktube friends have done it, and it was something I was going to do as a video, but now we're going to do it as a podcast with Allison, which makes it a lot more embarrassing and a lot more fun. (laughs) I'll start by asking the first question of, have you ever regifted a book that you've been given? I'm sure that I have. I... But I don't know which one. See, to me, I can't think of having done it but I know that I've, like, given the book for people to read, and then, like, my siblings have stolen the book. That's not the same thing. No. Because you didn't receive a gift and then say, I don't want this gift. No, usually when I don't want the book, I get rid of it, because it's either not good or it's a duplicate. If I've gotten a duplicate, I might have regifted it but to now somebody. I'm doubting myself. Maybe I have I haven't. See, I ha- I can't think of me having done that. I definitely received books
0: that I'm like, I will literally never read this. Yeah, so I don't, I retract my statement. I actually don't think that I've gifted a book. I don't think I have either.
1: Well, that was an uninteresting first question. Yeah. Moving right along. Have you ever said you've read a book when you haven't? I don't think that
0: I have said explicitly that I've read a book when I haven't, but I've definitely implied heavily that I've read books that I haven't. I do this all the time. <laughs>
1: it's an awful <laughs> habit I have. Because especially like with books that I've DNF'd, mm. like I'll say I that, that I read though. it, But it's books, either books that I DNF'd or, like, books that I've heard about on, like, Booktube or something like that. I will recommend it to patrons. I'll put it on, like, Reader's Advisory or, like, books in school. Oh. That I said I read. I didn't count that. Oh, no, but I've told people that I've read classics that I haven't read. I wrote a 4,000-word essay on a book I did not read. (laughs) I read parts of it, but I did not read the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's more like, especially at work. When somebody starts gushing about a book that I haven't read, I should have read this book. Like, Twilight.
1: Just an (laughs) FYI, real quick, guys Allison has never read Twilight. Nope. Which is fine, and we're still friends. (laughs) Because I firmly believe that the movies were what ruined Twilight. Twilight was never this big thing in terms of, like, we never claimed it to be of quality. It is a trashy paranormal romance, which I
0: love. I love trashy paranormal romances. But you would hate the writing. You'd lose your mind. That's the reason I haven't read it. So I have read the first three pages of Twilight. I read it, the first three pages, and I closed the book and I sat down and I said, nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't deal with it. See, and I read Twilight before there was even a new moon. Like it was something, I remember this explicitly, actually. And I was at the library cafe and the girl working there, I knew, and she was reading Twilight and she was like, you and I give book recommendations all the time. You need to read this book. And she gave it to me to read, like, out right of her there. hands because she was rereading it. So oh. she was like, here, and I'm going to read this, uh, you know, I, I've got something else. And I took it from her and I read it and I loved it. And I gave it back and I was like, I need another one. She's like, it doesn't exist. <laughs> and then New Moon happened. And okay. so I tried
0: to start reading it and then I was like, this writing is horrifying and I can't. It's bad. But so, so a lot of times, um, when patrons start gushing about books that I feel like I should have read, like Twilight, I'll just kind of like nod along so I won't say, like, oh, I haven't read it, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Like, I won't be like, yes, I've definitely read that book, but I don't say that I haven't read I like, I like lie by omission.
1: Yeah, I don't. I have explicitly lied and been like, oh, yeah, I've read it. No, I really like it. It's good. I've heard that this is what it's about. <sighs> da, da, da. And, like, it's because I like the idea of it, like, and it's, or it's on my shelf. Yeah and I've bought it. You know what I mean? Like, it's something in there. Or definitely school books. I read, I would say I read 90% of the school books that I was assigned, but that 10%, I didn't, and I lied. (laughs) So, yeah. I think one of the only literature books for school that I
0: explicitly didn't read and then was like, I totally read this book, was The Scarlet Letter. I
1: never had to read it. That was not on my assigned reading list. I hate, strongly hate that book. I have never finished The Great Gatsby. I've never read The Great Gatsby. I had to read it and I never finished it because I hated it. I thought it was stupid and awful. I wrote a really lengthy essay on it, but I hated it. I was like, I don't understand this book and I don't like it. And it's one of the shortest, greatest pieces of American literature. And yet I've read every word cover to cover twice of East of of Eden by John Steinbeck. Because East of Eden is a masterpiece. Right. But I haven't read The Great Gatsby. It's okay. I also have have never read any Hemingway and I've said that I've read I've anyway. never read Hemingway either. I've only read a short story, the the elephant short story about the abortion. I literally know nothing. Okay. Was that the first one? That was the second question. Did you ask
0: both questions? I did. Okay. <laughs> and I'll ask two. Sorry, my bad. <clears throat> uh, okay.
1: So have you ever borrowed a book and not returned it? Yes! <laughs> I have one. This is such a guilt written thing for me. I have a book on the U.S. president's from fourth grade, from my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Arndt. It says Mr. Arndt at the top. It has the little library check-in thing that he used to have, and I have it. It is sitting at my parents' house, never returned. I feel so bad. It's okay.
0: I have done this multiple times.
1: So oh, first of God. all,
0: so the most iterative way that I've done this is my brother did this to his friend. So my copies of protect the protector of the small series are stolen from my brother's bedroom after he moved out, but they all say, like, property of the Han family, which is my brother's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! So, like, he took them and never gave them back, and then I stole them from him.
1: That's great. I have, I have one other book that I've done this. The Book of Lost Things is sitting over there on a shelf by my bed, and it was, my cousin gave it to me to read because she said it was her, at the time's, boyfriend, Favorite book, and he loaned it to her, but she wanted me to read it first to see if she would like it because I recommend books to her all the time. And so I kept it, they broke up, and now I'm stuck with this book. I've never read it still. It sounds fascinating. I have another book by the same author. You haven't
0: read it. Yeah. I have one more, though. Okay. So, and this one makes me feel way worse. I have a copy of The Hobbit that was lent to me by a neighborhood friend, and it was her parents copy, and it's beautiful, and I... (laughs) I never gave it back. I never gave it back, and I've always intended to, but I never have, and it's, like, old. Like, I don't know when they got it, but
1: it's old. Next question. Have you ever read a series out of order? I think accidentally I have. Like, I would go to the library, and I wouldn't realize that there was something earlier to this, but then immediately when I realize it, I stop, and I go get the first one. I don't think I've ever intentionally skipped a book in a series, though. That sounds right for me, too. I've think- skipped episodes of TV shows, or seasons of TV shows, but I've never done it with books.
0: Okay, well, this doesn't really count, though. It's not a series. So I read, like, Tamora Pierce's World Out of Order.
1: Yeah, that, I understand that, but that I don't think is a series, because she, they're meant to be standalone. Right, yeah, because
0: I read Cal, I le- read The Protector of the Small Series first. Okay. And then I read Alana, and then I read Dane, and then I read protected this small again. (laughs) And so, so I like didn't realize that it was part of a larger world. And so I read the, that series. So it doesn't really count.
1: No. Yeah. I can't, I, like I said, I've done it with TV shows, but I've never skipped a book in a series, nor have I read it out of order, at least intentionally. And if I ever did, I know I would go back.
0: Yeah. I feel like I would have FOMO. I would be like, I've missed something. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to read it. I don't care if it's bad. I yeah. I need to just, like,
1: go ahead and read Now, event. I've stopped series. There are tons of series I will never finish. Right. But out of order? No. Have you ever spoiled a book for someone? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I have absolutely spoiled a book for someone.
0: There's no way I haven't. I don't know a specific example. I, sporo- I spoiled
1: the ending to Harry Potter to Seth. What? <laughs> it was a complete accident. That but is- I totally did. Because that is like treason. I know we were. It, here's what happened. It was a trivia question. We were watching Geeks Who Drink. Okay, it was a TV show on sci-fi. It was a game show that Zachary Levi hosted for a single season, even though it was brilliant and amazing, and I want it back now. Seth and I would watch it together. The question was. It was one of those math questions where like the number of Harry Potter books plus the number of Twilight books, but it was the number of Horcruxes plus oh, something else, and the answer was seven. And I said, BULLSH, it's eight! Yeah. And Seth was like, What the f are you talking about? And so I just start going off and I list all of them. Right. Including Harry. And Seth is like, Okay, Michaela, you know I'm not done yet, right? Because I was so caught up in the trivia. Was he currently reading the seventh book? He was like the sixth one, I think. Okay, he so was, he I, knew what Horcruxes he he were. were, but he didn't know that one of them. It was the worst spoiler I've ever given ever. Yeah, that's
0: bad. That's really bad. It
1: was so bad. And Seth, luckily, because Seth loves me, it's okay. (laughs) And and nothing will ever be worse than me throwing his, um, two hole in one disc into a lake never to be retrieved again on accident. So it's okay. We've survived a lot together.
0: (laughs) I know that I've done it, I also feel like people ask- You've done it
1: to me, but I've asked for your spoilers. Yeah, but we
0: have like an- an, an, it's like known that we're cool with spoilers. That is also true. We are very- we're in the rare breed. If I know somebody is not cool with spoilers, or I am not sure, I will not spoil things unless like something crazy happens, like maybe your weird Harry Potter thing. If I'm aware that somebody doesn't mind spoilers or wants them, I'm cool with giving them. But like Nate- he is the biggest spoiler baby. My husband my <laughs> husband is the biggest spoiler baby.
1: It's so good that we're friends then, because we have such sensitive, significant others <laughs> when it comes to spoilers. Kales, have you ever doggy-eared a book?
0: Maybe. <laughs> I will answer this question for her. She dog-ears all of her
1: books that she owns. I don't understand why it's a bad thing. I all—that's not true. I used to do it to library books, but then I realized that that oh was bad. Oh my god! I know. Don't hate me. <laughs> and so, but then I realized that was bad, so I stopped doing that. But then I do it to books I own all the time. I'm like, it's my books. Why the hell does it matter? So, it doesn't matter. But that's because
0: your attitude towards your books is different.
1: It's okay. Than mine. Right. So define your attitude. Then I only buy books that I've read. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a terrible book buying problem. Seth and I counted my books the last time he was in town, and it was over fi- over 750 books. That's Actually, it was 750 books when he was in town, and then I bought like six books or so since.
0: That's amazing because this apartment is very small.
1: I have a 400 square foot apartment, and there's 750 books in this apartment.
0: I'm surprised your furniture isn't like made out of them. <laughs> <Right? laughs> anyway, but so my, my book buying philosophy is I book, buy books that I've already read, uh, that I loved and I will probably (laughs) reread. So I want my books to be beautiful and in pristine condition. And that's why I buy hardcovers typically, but Kales is a much different philosophy.
1: I buy books to be read and well loved and marked in. I annotate the out of my books when I like am really in depth, especially when I reread books is when I really annotate in them. I learned to annotate at a very young age for assignments. And I just do it. I bend my books. I love paperbacks because I can break the spine and read them right. And I'm like you know, know. shivering. right <laughs> now. <laughs> so to me, that's my book buying philosophy. Like when you see a book that is marked like that, it is well loved. And I do, I do appreciate books that are well loved and the spines are broken, but just not my book. Okay. This is an interesting question. Have you ever told someone you don't own a book when you do? I don't think so. no, no but that's also probably cuz i don't you don't own a lot own a lot of books. I might have done it on accident, but i have a really good mental log of all the books that i own. Have you ever told someone you haven't read a book when you have? Yes and no, because i haven't read this book all the way, but i've read parts of 50 shades of gray, but then it was awful. And so i didn't, but i like to say that i never even picked it up. Which is not true, I'll be honest, and say I picked it up, because I wanted to see what it was about, and what the hype was, but I couldn't- and also, like, the sex scenes weren't that sexy, so it was just kind of like, okay.
0: Probably- I don't think I have either, and probably the only instance where I would do that is, like, books that- like, trashy books that Mm -hmm. I've read that I- But nobody's ever asked. I feel like (laughs) maybe a few years ago I would have been less likely to just, like, be like, yes, I totally read that trashy-ass paranormal romance book. Right. But now I'm like, yeah, I did, and it was great. Have you ever skipped a chapter or a section of a book? Yes. Yeah, me too.
1: I did, for sure. There were violent scenes in books I read in school that I would skip, or sex scenes when I I was younger. I have a tendency to, like, skip description, When there's, like, a lot of dialogue on the page, as a playwright and as somebody who's, I focus on the action through dialogue, I will skip to the dialogues just to keep the action going in my head, and then I'm like, wait, how did he end up over here? Oh, shoot, I missed the fact that he put an arm on her shoulder or that he crossed over to her because, or where did they get angry? Like, you know, I didn't pay attention to the description, so I have a tendency to speed read through that.
0: I find myself doing something similar. It only usually happens on, like, really
1: intense parts or if there's, like, it's the climax of the book. I skip battle scenes on accident sometimes doing that.
0: I've also read books that are in dual perspectives, or, like, several perspectives, and yeah. I'm, like, I don't like this perspective, so I don't read it. Um, there are some books,
1: uh... I like, may or may not have done that speed reading through Manon and Air of Fire, <laughs> Yeah, because you don't care about Manon and Air of
0: Fire. I do now! But you care about... Better and Queen, Queen of Shadows! Queen of Shadows. Yes, but not... Not in... I agree. I did that, too. I was like, Mm -hmm. why are we here with this
1: witch? Have you ever bad-mouthed a book you actually liked? Yeah, I have. I've bad-mouthed Twilight, and then I eventually... To, like, fit in, and eventually I just was like, screw this. I liked this book! Oh, yeah. Screw this! I was Team Edward. But, yeah, I bad-mouthed Twilight for a long time, and then I realized that it wasn't the books I disliked, it was the movies. I don't know if I've ever directly bad-mouthed a book that I really liked, but I definitely, like, downplayed my...
0: Enthusiasm? Enthusiasm. Yeah, I've done that before. Because I have to to do that at work. Yeah. You do really have to do that at work. Like, when you're talking to patrons about books. But, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, maybe, maybe, like, Aragon. I have, like, like, I really loved the Aragon books. And, like, I think the period of time in my life where there were people who were, like, shitting on the Aragon books. um, I was in that group. I also maybe have downplayed my love for fantasy and paranormal stuff because it seemed like, a lot of people, I think, see it as silly or... Nerdy. Nerdy or juvenile. And now I don't care. I'm like, I am super proud of how much I love paranormal... I love vampires. I love werewolves. No. I love werewolves. Let's be true. Let's Um, be real. Let's be real. Vampires are fine. Werewolves are amazing. And I love dragons, and I love fantasy, so I've definitely downplayed my love of things, but I've never, like, I don't think I've outright lied about
1: reading certain books. So the last question that I'm going to give here, and I'm tacking this on to this list, is can you name, like, up to three of your guilty pleasure reads?
0: Sure. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Yeah. I have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So soulless, skill characters? Yes! Yes! <laughs> Um, uh, that was one of the books that I would, like, probably, not have, like, denied that I read, but, like, never would have told anyone that I read mm-hmm. until I got you to read it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, this is amazing! And then I was like, yes, somebody vindicates my love for this book. Um, <laughs> so, Gail Carriger and her solace. Because they're just so, I mean, they're, they're romance, and they're paranormal, and they're cheesy, and they're amazing, but
1: they are guilty. Yes. Guilty They pleasures. are so guilty. The Selection. Is one of mine. Oh, yeah. I really... I can't stand America Singer, and I want her to go to burn a hole, but... But... I loved the competition, I loved the princesses, I loved the reality TV, I loved the stupid dystopian thrown in there, and I loved the duology continuation of the with series her with her daughter way more than I liked the actual three. But I don't care. They were, like, Y eighteen cheesy romance, and I just melted with them the whole time. I really like this selection. Another one of mine is The Shakespeare Stealer by Gary Blackwood, which is a juvenile fiction that I think I've read like 700 times. And it's a guilty pleasure because I always go back to it and it's not that intellectually stimulating. It's not any real thing. It's about this boy set in Shakespearean England who gets adopted and he is sent to steal Hamlet because he knows shorthand. So he goes and attends the play of Hamlet, and gets so absorbed he forgets to write the play down, and he gets caught, and then he lies and says he wants to be a part of the troupe, gets acclimated into the troupe while trying to steal a script. It's by Gary Blackwood, and I, I love that book, and it's so underrated, and just something why I call it a guilty pleasure is because I just reread it. It's one of the few books that I reread, because I don't generally reread.
0: Right, I'm a rereader and
1: you are not. I am not, but that one I have reread, and I don't know why I love it, but I do. So I don't know why this book feels like a guilty pleasure to me, because it shouldn't. Jane Owl's
0: Clan of the Cave Bear series.
1: I have never read them! Which is really old. They're on my
0: shelf. I really love those books. Um, I think that they feel like a guilty pleasure to me, because I read them...
1: Probably when you were younger. Too, mm-hmm. Maybe too young.
0: <laughs> um, So I was like, ooh. Clan of the Cave Bear is a prehistory historical fiction. Yes. It's set in a time when Neanderthals and humans, or Homo sapiens, I should say, um, coexisted. And it's about a young girl who is a Homo sapien whose mother dies in an earthquake and she gets adopted by a tribe of Neanderthals. And she grows up with them. I think I feel so guilty because I was so into it. Like, I read them so fast and I just didn't... But I, I probably, at the time I was reading them, when I was like... 17. I probably would have told no one. <laughs> I, would... <laughs> I cannot have this. Yeah, like, this is not something I, like, should be reading because it wasn't, like, I don't know. It didn't feel like it was for my age, but it was something that yeah. I loved.
1: My last one is probably anything written by Ali Carter, and I say that because I love The Gallagher Girls, I love High Society, and Embassy Row. Embassy Row is my least favorite out of all of them, but even her two adult books, I have them, and they're signed, and I just love those. They were, I grew up with them. They're great, simple, funny books about really awesome girls and that are spies and thieves. I don't even care.
0: Probably my last one is Angie Sage's Magic series. Oh
1: yeah. Um, I only read the
0: first one, and I need to finish them. They're so good. I'm pretty sure that I read those when this is like the opposite of, Planet of The Caper where I read those when I was way too old to <laughs> yes, to like sh- I shouldn't have enjoyed them as much as I did because I was too old for them, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but I love them. They're, They're so... so fun and yep. they just have like this really weird magic system and they do this really this thing which is I'm sure it would annoy me in any other book, but it doesn't annoy me in this book where every word that is a magic spell or like a magic associated with magic is misspelled. is misspelled and bold. <laughs> <laughs> so I am totally into it in her books, but not, I would never be into it in another series or author. It's just her, I don't know, something about her. The, her voice makes me love her, but it's something I read when I was far too old to enjoy it. Of have a lot of things, but some of those things we've never done. So no. yeah, I feel pretty vindicated in my...
1: Well, and I also just don't think guilty pleasures exist. Enjoy what you want to enjoy.
0: Screw the rest of it. So next time we're going to talk about judging books by their covers. And spoiler alert, we
1: both do this a lot. Exactly. And what makes a good cover and what makes a bad cover? What turns you off? What turns you on? It's going to be fun. I'm excited. So join us for that on September 15th We better pre-record it, because I'm really busy on the 15th, because if you're in the Denver metro area, I'm hosting a live version of my game show, Book Battles, at the Tattered Cover at Aspen Grove. Registration is online. Tickets are $10 each, but you get food, and you get trivia, and you get fun, and it's going to be awesome. So join us that night. Yeah, I'll be there, too. It'll be fun. She's going to be on a team, which is weird, because I can't show her my questions, so she can pre-look at them. I
0: can't cheat. No! (laughs) So I'm Kales. And I'm Allison. Now go read the thing.